In this week's episode, we are finishing up our eight-day tour from Rome to Amalfi with Intrepid Travel. We start today's episode driving along the crazy, well-known Amalfi Coast Road to our last location, the city of Amalfi. We were blown away with this city and you will be too when you hear all about it. The town, the beaches, the history and one of our favourite things, the spectacular waterfall hike into the mountains above the city, walking through lemon groves, exploring ancient ruins on the side of a crystal clear river and past many waterfalls. And then we stopped for a cold drink at one of the most authentic little Italian restaurants right up in the hills. It was beautiful. Our accommodation was a locally owned hotel in the best position in Amalfi, which is one of the things Intrepid Travel pride themselves on. And we tell you about the piazza where we were staying, the incredible Duomo, which dominates the city, the pretty streets full of funky shops and the hidden little places and restaurants we enjoyed, thanks to our local guide, Luca. We couldn't miss a ferry ride to the glamorous city of Positano, and it is as spectacular as you could imagine. And then, oh my gosh, we tell you about the craziest day, St. Andreas Day, that started with a rude awakening from cannon fire, actual cannons, and very loud bell ringing from the church right outside our room that went on for over 10 minutes. And this was all before 6am. And then finishing at midnight with a very unique religious parade and procession that culminated with a fascinating tradition, which we had no idea was going to happen. And it involved a massive silver statue, men running up 62 stairs, all because of pirates. Oh, and listen to how much trouble we got into trying to make our way through the jam-packed plaza while this was going on. Only three of us made it through. Stay listening to the end to hear our final thoughts and fond memories of this intrepid travel tour. But not just ours, I actually spoke to the others on the tour and we will tell you about what they thought, their recommendations and of course everyone's favourite place for a glass of wine throughout our trip together. So please enjoy our last instalment of our tour from Rome to Amalfi. Cheers! And welcome to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Leanne. And I'm Lyle, and this is the travel podcast for beach-loving, wine-drinking couples over 50. So if that sounds like you, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax and listen as we go travelling the world one wine at a time. Cheers. Good morning, Lyle. How are you today? Buongiorno, Leonita. As I said in the intro, we are on our last leg of our intrepid travel tour and where we ended off last time we were in Sorrento and this is day six we're up uh, we've got to leave our beautiful hotel behind and uh, head to the next stop which is Amalfi correct right? now I think everybody in you know in the world has heard of the Amalfi coast and it's famous for the drive isn't it you know like um, I know people just go to drive the Amalfi coast so this was our um opportunity to do some driving on the Amalfi Coast, wasn't it? Yeah, look, it's um, it's uh, from Sorrento to um, Amalfi, it's only 30, you know, 31.3k. Doesn't sound far, does it? No, but it took us an hour and a half. They did go. say that, they did yeah, say Yeah, so. yeah, so it does take a long way. It's uh, quite a narrow uh, dual carriageway. It was obviously um, built a long time ago. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And it's certainly not for the faint-hearted. No, no. But, but the the... I suppose the the bonus is it, because it takes so long because the traffic's so chaotic and so you know intense. You do get more time to look at the you know it's almost unbelievably beautiful coast. It is yes, and let me just sort of give a bit of a picture because you say that the traffic's chaotic. It's not so much like you see the traffic jams that we have here, but as it is only a dual carriageway, as you said, and you know we're in a small sort of van. Uh, but you know we're probably one of the the smaller vehicles. There's there's tourist buses, there's trucks, there's, oh, there's obviously the motorbikes that are zipping in and out, and there's these big sweeping curves right along that go right out out of the out of the sort of um, jagged um, coastline, right? Correct. And you know sometimes the buses can't even turn properly around those curves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty incredible. Uh, sometimes like, you stop and people are doing like a couple of three, four point turns just to get around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but as you said, and it's you know it's re uh, it's relevant that when they built those roads, it it wasn't for the traffic that's there now. No, but as you said though, it's just beautiful. You know, like it, you basically 
like the the peninsula is sort of rocky and there's the view of the seas and there's you can see all the tiered lemon groves and some of the there's other little villages and you can look down sometimes over these luxury hotels that are right down on the water and then to the other side there's sort of like the the valleys that are going up into the the mountains like and you can see like um tracks and things where people actually have to walk up like you just can't believe how steep it is but how how beautiful it is yeah sure yeah so after our drive which um yeah i got, got my heart racing i have to admit <laughs> yeah yeah we, we um we arrived we, in amalfi yeah 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 and uh and i didn't know that amalfi was a city that's i mean i didn't know i just thought it was the amalfi coast I'm the same. Yeah. yeah, I I've got to I've got to admit that uh, I was very ignorant of that. I know, and, and people said, "Oh, Malfi's not you know not that nice," but I I disagree. Well, you know, so what, yeah, anyway, we arrived. Yeah, so you can't actually drive into the uh, into Amalfi. No. Um, yeah, so you the our private transport parked. Uh, it's almost like like a, a designated parking area, isn't it? Parking yeah. area. Anyway, yeah. it was only a really really short walk. It had been a hundred meters at most. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the Hotel Fontana. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't far. So you know, if if you want to stay in the historic center overlooking the Duomo Piazza, mm. shadowed by the Cathedral Sant'Andrea, only minutes walk to the beach, Hotel Fontana is. Perfecto. Oh, that sounds like a really good ad. For how much are they paying you for that? Well, seriously, it was in <laughs> no, it was an great. unbelievable you, position. You basically go to go through sort of two arches to get into um, Amalfi, and as you said, you know, the first thing you sort of come across is that big piazza, yeah, which has got the the Duomo and Hotel Fontana is right there. Now, once again, that's one of the things intrepid travel, you know, pride themselves on is finding locations, the best locations for their hotels um, and family-owned hotels. And th this fitted that bill perfectly. You know, we, um, yeah, we, we, we loved it. So what you can do is like, um, you know, like some of the rooms overlooked the, the piazza, didn't they? Yeah, and on the other side, they actually overlooked yeah, so the... some of our friends were looking over the ocean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, it's, look... I had a quick look at Booking.com, which yep. I always do, the, and the overall rating was 8.1. Yes. But the location was 9.7 and a well-deserved 9.7. Sure. And I don't even know why it's not 10. I don't quite understand that. But, but, but actually, I reckon the minus 0.3, I reckon we could add to that. We're going to tell you a bit about what um, the location of the hotel had in store for us. Was it, yeah, it was yeah, pretty yeah, exciting, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, anyway. yeah, it was different. But before we do that, I um, I think everyone out there is obviously waiting with bated breath to hear about um, the history of Amalfi, darling. Well, Amalfi <laughs> is a town in the province of Salerno in the region of Campania, mm. Italy, on the Gulf of Salerno. It lies at the mouth of a deep ravine at the foot of Monte Cerreto, now, Monte Cerreto is uh, 1,315 metres or 4,314 feet. So it's not small. No, you, that's right. You can look okay. straight up to the mountain. Okay, and it's surrounded by dramatic cliffs and coastal scenery. It is. The town of Amalfi was the capital of the maritime republic known as the Duchy of Amalfi and an important training power in the Mediterranean between 839 and 1200. Mm. Now... Um, it began as a maritime power trading grain from its neighbours, salt from Sardinia and slaves from the interior, and even timber in exchange for gold dinars minted in Egypt and Syria in order to buy the Byzantine silks that it resold to the west. Merchants of Amalfi were using gold coins to purchase land in the 9th century while most of Italy worked in a barter economy. Mm. An independent republic from the 7th century until, until 1073, Amalfi extracted itself from the Byzantine subordination in 839 and first elected a duke in 958. Hmm. Uh, in spite of some devastating setbacks, it had a population of some 70,000 to 80,000 during the reign of the Duke of Manso. That seems incredible yeah. that, that there's that, that many, many na now, so, mm. uh, you know, yeah. compared to now. In 1135, 
and 11.37. And Malky was taken by the Paisans, which is the people from Pizza. Pisa. Pisa, sorry. And rapidly declined in importance, though its maritime code, known as the Amalfian Laws, was uh, recognised in the Mediterranean until 1570. Wouldn't that be funny if there were pizza people? I'm not sure, <laughs> but uh, the, 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 tsunami, the, the tsunami in 1343 destroyed the port and lower town and Amalfi never recovered to anything more than local importance. Mm. Um, tourism now, obviously. Yeah, and yeah, well yeah. now, and I think you know that all happened around the nineteen seventies. A, a big shipbuilding area because there's like a museum there where they they have some sure, shipping. Sure, sure. Yeah. So in under the, yeah, sort of a sneaky little spot to go in have a look at. Yeah, well, they <laughs> say one of um, uh, Amalfi's favourite son, which I can't think of his name at the moment, he actually perfected the maritime compass. Oh, yes. So you know the the maritime theme theme history. Yes. Um, I think was probably more prominent than, you know, you and I probably think it was. Yes. Well, so we've arrived. We've told you how wonderful our hotel is. Um, we check in. Yeah? Yep, yep, yep. We yep, check yep. in like Luca hands out our keys like he always does. Like you don't have to think about anything. All the people, the guys help carry our suitcases up those stairs and, you know, we're in the, yeah, it's a nice sort of kitchen reception, or not kitchen, dining reception area. Yeah, well, Luke always gives us a layout of the land yeah. and, and, you know, what the facilities of the hotel. Another benefit of being on, you know, an intrepid travel tour, your guide's doing all the work for you. So what did you think of the room? Oh, it was it was fine, yeah. It was big, aircon. you know, like I didn't have any issues with it. And once again, two more nights so I can wash some undies, hang them out. Sure, sure, and free Wi-Fi. Yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. And we, what, I thought you'd say straight away, what about the balcony? Well, yeah, the balcony, well, I thought I did say that earlier. We Our, our room opened onto this beautiful little, well, not that big, but a balcony that you could walk out onto and we were looking straight over um, the Piazza Duomo and, you know, there's restaurants and cafes and, and the Duomo that we're going to tell you about and just people and lemons and, you know, all sorts of stuff happening. It yeah, the there. lemon, uh, <laughs> what do they call them, slushies? Yeah, the, the, oh, yeah. No, the lemon gelatos and slushies, all, all that sort of stuff. So, um, so yeah, Intrepid nailed this one. This, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Luca pointed out the main tourist attraction, yep, he showed did. us how to get to the less busy beach. We went for a walk. When oh. you say showed us, we went under tunnels and up, you know, old, I don't know, like it was like <laughs> round and round the mulberry bush, you know, it was, in, and then we ended up in this little plaza where there's a band, you know, like a brass band playing and then we went up another tunnel and through and then all of a sudden you It was emerge, almost like a maze, wasn't it? It was, and then you emerge on the other side of the the road and, you know, you're walking through um, arches with, um, uh, what's that flower, the, the spiky one, the beautiful um, bougainvillea, um covered arches and you there there at the little quiet beach that he showed us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so then uh it was about it was getting to lunchtime so uh, <laughs> once course. again luca had uh, organized a group lunch yep. at the restaurante il chiestro yeah now that was in via de prefetturi mm. now the reason why i say the address because the food was fabulous yeah it was and, great. Uh, and i'll put and a link was, to that it was actually on the um website wouldn't have been easy to find you know, but uh, obviously Lua, uh, Luca. Luca knew exactly where he was, uh, where we were going. You know, yes. Both Lan and I had the Capellini pasta yep. with shrimp and lemon sauce, and yep. it was only eighteen euro, and it was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was a fabulous lunch. The lunch we had some free time, and uh, the first thing that uh, you're going to talk about now is probably as you you know the dominant feature of the Amalfi um, Piazza there, and straight out of our uh, hotel room uh, on a balcony is exactly what you're going to talk about now is is the Duomo and um, and it is just beautiful. And, and look, go and have a look at um, beachtravelwine.com, the podcast and show notes, episode 72, because you're not going to believe this view that we had and, and when Lyle tells you all about it, you're going to want to go and have a look. So I've got some beautiful photos from the balcony, from downstairs, in the day, in the night, wow. So there's a um, lead for you, Don. Off you go. Yeah, look, <laughs> the, the thing about this particular cathedral, it, it, and we've seen, a, a, you know, 
right, we've been, this is our eighth week. We've seen all the most beautiful churches. Yeah, Milan and the Vatican. Yeah, you know, the Vatican, all this. But this was different. Yeah. As soon as you looked at it, it was sort of like, wow, but, oh. Yeah. It's this it just looked different. So I'll just give you a bit of the the, the deal on it. Uh the Cathedrale de Sant'Andrea is a medieval Roman Catholic cathedral in Piazza del Duomo. It is dedicated to the apostle Saint Andrew, whose relics are kept there. Well Saint Andrew, Saint Andrew's that yeah. yes. So remember that name. Same deal. Yes. Uh, begun in the 9th and 10th century, it has added to and redecorated several times, overlaying Arab, Norman, mm. Gothic, Renaissance, Baroque elements. And finally, a new 19th century Norman, Arab, Byzantine facade. The, the cathedral includes the adjoining 9th century Basilica of the Crucifix, leading from the Basilica, are steps into the crypt of St. Andrew, where the relics can be found. Right. Now, the exterior. Yeah, okay. Let's, 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 let's um, spark this up a bit, hey? Let's give them some okay, nice yeah. details. Okay. So the front... Imagine this, imagine this, guys. Okay, the front facade yes. is striped marble and stone. So that's the first thing you really yeah. see. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. With a, a pediment mm. decorated. And the pediment is... Basically, that like, triangle bit above the yeah entry. the roof yeah, yeah basically yes now uh, that's decorated with mosaics and deep and the deep porch with windows of delicate Arab Moorish tracery similar to but more ornate than the original the semicircular decorative wall, wall surface over the entrance mosaics portray the triumph of Christ now I have pictures of that so it's really beautiful yeah. yeah. Now, the 62 wide and steep steps lead up to the doors that were cast in Constantinople before 1066. That's incredible, isn't so it? So once again, someone's yeah. pinched them. Yeah, and, and brought them back. Yeah, but yeah. that's, to me, the, the staircase sort of stood out. You, you know, you're in the piazza and you look up this magnificent wide staircase and then, you know, that you've got, as Lyle was just describing, that marble striped um, exterior and then you look up further and you've got, the beautiful mosaics it's stunning yeah yeah look at and what probably the thing that sort of got me the most was begun in 1180 yeah. and completed over a hundred years later the romanesque style bell tower yeah is topped by a cluster a, a cluster yep. of four small towers around a large one and decorated with brightly colored tin glazed tiles forming interlaced gothic arches in an Arab Norman style, and like it, it's just incredible. Yeah. And that's the that's the view we had from our hotel. It was, Correct. It was, it Correct. was just yeah, a mind mind blowing. It was it was a it was really nice. So, so and right next to it, yeah, is but the, check out the photos because they're really good. Okay, right next to it is the Chiestro del Paradiso. Oh, let me start it again. Let's do the it again. Chiestro del Paradiso. Okay. is located to the left of the cathedral porch, is a captivating architectural masterpiece that exhibits a Moorish-style de design. Mm. There's a lot of that Moorish. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there's, Geometric is sort of the Yeah, and the, I think it. the thing is we, we because we've been to Spain, there's a lot more Moorish architecture there. Sure. But here, um, it's really the first Moorish architecture we've seen in uh, in Italy. It was constructed in 1266. These magnificent cloisters were originally intended to serve as the final resting place for Amalfi's esteemed citizens. The cloister of Paradise features a central garden encircled by, a, what, you can't believe this, 120 marble columns which support a series of tall and graceful Arabic, Arab, Arabic arches we can also access the basilica of the crucifix which serves as a museum descending below the cloisters you will find the crypt that houses the sacred relics of saint andrews the apostle so it joins underneath the church yeah yeah cool. yeah wow so that's all there and everyone just thinks amalfi's the coast yeah look yeah. That, that 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 is uh yeah it's, it's worth really having a good look and i mean have a decent look. Spend a bit of time there. Yeah, yeah, sure. And go and have a look at the photos on, on the website, yeah? Yeah. So we did have a bit of free time 
you know, as, as we said, we had lunch and then, you know, checked out these places. But one thing I wanted to do was, you know, before we went out for dinner was just wander the, the streets a little bit. And there's sort of one main street that leads off the um, piazza sure. and that's lined with, you know, um, all sorts of shops, lemons and tourist shops and football shops and and art and oh, craft, fashion. Yeah, fa- yeah, all the stuff, shoes, you know, and it just goes on block after block after block, probably three or four blocks. But in sort of running parallel to that, if you sort of, I don't know, they're not secret, but they almost seem secret. There's like little walkways that head off each way. And, um, you know, if you go left, you go through this sort of uh, arch sort of tunnel and you end up in another little plaza. Or if you go right, which um, we did when we had lunch, you, you find these walkways, don't you, that are that have like little restaurants and, and other little places to little galleries and things, don't you? Yeah, look. I found that quite unique to Amalfi, yeah. the, the town of Amalfi. So. Yeah, it was, and so it was nice exploring those. And we didn't even get time to, to do half of it, really, um, yeah. uh, did we? That's <laughs> a bit of a shame. But we headed up. We did head up a few blocks up to a little plaza um, to have dinner. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That, and that plaza was the Della Spirito Santo, and this we we actually uh, it was probably the first dinner that we. Hadn't had with the group. Yes. Uh, we had it with uh, Annie and uh, Wayne. And you probably don't remember this. That's why I'm going to ch- jump in here. Um, all throughout Italy they have fountains where you can get free water and mm. there's there was one here and they actually made it look like a fairy garden. And yeah, got... I do remember. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna... I only just remember it then, but, yeah, I do remember. There's a, there's a photo of it. And I took that obviously for the grandkids, but then, you know, like it's really beautiful. They've got little figurines and little plants and, you know, and then down the bottom you, you can get your, your free water. I thought it was really special. And we sat right there in the middle of that plaza, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now they were that dinner that night, I mm. remember I had the bacalao, which is basically the local cod. And that was twenty two euro. Leanne, you had lamb chops. Tell mm. me about the lamb chops. Oh, they were just really that was so good. You know, like a bit after lots of pasta and lots of pizza. Um, yeah, I was pretty happy with them. Well you and Annie both had that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um anyway, we had uh, we, we stuck to the house wine. It was yeah. six euro a glass. It was a decent sized glass and it was pretty well full. So yeah. um we had a few of them. We had a few of them. But it was um, just lovely out in that um that little plaza and, and a bit quieter than the main plaza area where most people go yeah yeah and we i think we were there a little bit earlier than you know the normal uh locals Mm. would eat so i've i sort of not that we got rushed out but i think that they were you know amalfi was uh, one of those places where they need to move people on once yeah, you've had dinner the normal Italian way. however i think because of how much we uh had uh drunk yes uh of their <laughs> house wine they were more than happy for us to stay which will probably lead into a story well of what happened later that evening well it wasn't that much later it was um what i was going to say though by the time we left it was dark sure. and and they've got it decorated Amalfi really pretty at night you know they've got all these fairy lights and you know beautiful illuminated thing you know like think it's decorations above the walkways and things and you know I've got some beautiful photos of of that it's really pretty I just, do you think that may be in relation to, to the festival that the was festival? going on yeah, yeah yeah which you know we haven't talked about yet sure yeah. you're a spoiler alerter you just shush up you know no don't even go there man Keep it to the end. <laughs> so um, anyway, so we we are heading home. Yeah. So yes. after sufficiente enough <laughs> wine, oh, we man. get towards where we're staying. The and plaza. The, the pl- yeah, yeah the, the the Duomo Plaza. So we, we, what we've done, we've arrived in the Duomo Plaza. They've got the restaurants have got their tables out, but there's a stage set up. Yeah. Which which we'd seen in the day, you know, and we're like, okay, what's going on here? But at nighttime, it's it's beautiful. It's got all this decoration. It's lit up, and there's a band playing, and there's a singer playing, and there's people sitting on the the church steps, and there's people at the restaurants, and you know our hotel's right behind that. You know, yeah. like in fact, I got a photo of Lyle, and he's standing out in the balcony with his arms up in the air, and I'm waiting downstairs. I don't know if I was waiting to get the photo. I've got no. You probably had to go back to the toilet or something. No, I had to go back to the toilet. So <laughs> anyway, so he's just like doing this post up there, and the and music that what that was, the, it was a, a lady singing, and she was singing 
like uh, both in Italian and English. So, you know, really popular songs. Uh, pop songs. Yeah. So it was really, really great. We had enough, enough wine to think we were um, Torval and Dean on the. <laughs> so, not Torval and Dean. They're the ice skaters, your banana. <laughs> Um, I'm, I would have said um, Ginger Ronja yeah. and Fred Astaire's, yeah. So we... We know about four salsa moves, which we put together in about the 10 different um, combinations and we sure, think we sure can we, sure we do. And, uh, yeah, so... And that was right below the balcony uh, the, and the stage was set up. So, look, we we had such a good time. Um, we were dancing. We yeah. were dancing. We were doing the salsa, as Leanne said. And, actually, we must have been... Um, either making a fool of ourselves or we look good. I'm thinking maybe the first option there was good because there were some people, a couple standing next to us, and when uh, they decided they were, they'd had enough and they were going home, they actually came up and thanked us and shook our hand. Yeah, for being, so, for for, being in, such good dancers and entertaining them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that just gives you an idea how bad we were. We but, did have someone tell us once, they, they, or say to us once, you guys, you know, know what you're doing. You must have had lessons. Yeah, that's that? true. And <laughs> anyway, I remember over to the side, yeah. Mandy and Chrissy were just pissing themselves <laughs> laughing. They were And laughing. I remember going up to Wayne, and I, it's a funny story. We went to a... Um, it better be funny. No, you, you know when we went to the Melbourne Casino, we went to that show, uh-huh. and it was um, the Las Vegas. Anyway, this is not not at anyway, all relevant. And, Le- and Wayne's taken off his shirt. What, Wayne likes to take his shirt off and throw it around his throwing head when he's had his head, yeah. So you were so trying to make him. Take I was his trying shirt. to get him to do it, but he he obviously yeah. hadn't had as much wine as I had. No, and he decided he wasn't. Luckily, do it. luckily, you kept yours on, and um, yeah, yeah. Thank, so, yeah. Thanks for giving people that visual of us dancing in Anyway, the, it yeah. was just the best way to finish it, the night. As you can imagine, you know, we've had a big day the day before. We've been out having some drinks. We've been dancing in the plaza. Can I just add one thing? We were the only couple dancing. Were we? Are you yeah. sure? Oh, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, thank you for interrupting me. Now, where was I? Morning. Sure. Sure. We um, are a bit tired, you know, we know we don't have to get up early this morning and then all of a sudden we hear this horrendous noise. Do you remember? Yeah, sure. It was cannons firing. I actually thought it was the start of the Third World War. It was 6am, so the sun was barely rising. Yeah. And The bell was going? The bell was just going there's cannons firing we didn't know they were cannons we couldn't see them but the others could from the other side and they're just going honestly for 10 minutes yeah well i thought it was more yeah and so you just you know you honestly we had no idea what was happening and it was just absolute chaos it seemed yeah, well, I got up and got out of bed and looked, like, opened the curtain and opened the door onto the balcony. No one was see. running around saying yeah. there, there was a problem. So <laughs> There was not... no panic. But and I'm thinking, well, I don't know what it is, but. Anyway, we're going to tell you what, what it was because it took us a while to find out what it was, didn't it? <laughs> sure. But that was that was our wake-up call. So, um, you know, up we get for breakfast. And um, but as part of our the Intrepid tour, um, they included a, a walk to um, what? But what was that walk called? Okay. It's the Valley of the Gods or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's along the narrow trail of the famous Sentiero Delgi Dea. So it's the walk of the gods. You could have just said that. That's much easier. Oh, yeah. It's getting pretty good. Anyway, before you go, tell us about that. That was part of the the day that was planned. And we had the choice if we could go or not. Now, we opted out. Because I've got a bit of a dicky leg and it was so hot and, um, yeah, some of the, the Yeah, so Luca, basically Luca yeah. explained the walk would take around four to five hours. Yeah. It's about 9 to 10K. <clears throat> it's steep in places and has many stairs. The descent to Positano has more than 1,500 steps and can be challenging. So, yeah. So Rand- there's only one of us decided to go and that was Cassia. And yeah, so that's right. Cassia and Luca. And it was going off. to be a pretty hot day. Yeah, so they head off quite early because there was only the two of them. And the rest of us uh, got tickets um, and we were going to meet them in Positano. We got a ferry, yes? Yeah. yeah. We got, yeah um, and we were quite happy to do that. You bought the, the tickets online. online. Yep. Yep. Uh, it was only about a 30-minute uh, travel time. Now, I wasn't keen 
because of the, the bad experience that we'd had in coma trying to get on ferries. So I was a bit, you know, like, do I really want to do that again? It's, you know, our last day with everybody. So what was it like? It was great. Yeah, was the ferry so, was so, so efficient. Modern. You know, we had our tickets. There was, you know, it was just no issue at all. There's plenty of seats. Was it was really good. Yeah, well, I couldn't believe it. it was like it was about nine o'clock in the morning, and the um, the the crew they were filling jugs of lemon shallow spritz. Yeah, and they were going around, you know, offering. Yeah. You I didn't drink have and... one because of what I explained earlier. It was a you know a bit of a slow morning start for me. <laughs> oh, I've got to put my hand up. I was the same. I was a little bit tired and emotional, so I didn't have one. But the fact that the the crew were offering yes. at nine o'clock in the morning. But how good's that? the ferry ride like it's just beautiful so you can imagine you you know you you're going from amalfi to positano and the the views you know you're, you're close in shore so you can see all the houses the luxury hotels you can see the the valley you know they're going up at the mountains the whitewashed villages it's just beautiful and you can see the like the road yeah winding like, along the winding around and you can see so it gives you a totally different perspective yeah. on it but yeah. it, it still looks frightening. Yeah, it still looks frightening. So we, we you know, we arrive in, in Positano and, um, yeah, I think we um, we had, um, we decided we needed a cold drink first before we headed off for a little wander, didn't we? Do you remember that? We um, found a little restaurant to have some smoothies. I mean, they were, they were good smoothies but not cheap, were they? No, no. I, look, it was, a breach, it was a beachfront restaurant cafe. It looked absolutely spectacular yes, it's blue and white with flowers and, and mosaics and and i'm just like i have to sit here at positano on the beach and you know sure sure it was very very chic mm. um the slushies were smoothies smoothies sorry were at 12 euro each mm. which is you know you may as well say around 18 dollars each so they weren't cheap but the funny thing about it is their computer system went down they couldn't cope could they they had no idea of how they were going to cope and uh, we're just trying to, you know, it took us ages to order them, or not so much ages to order them, but it took ages for yeah. them to come. And but, you know, who cared? Yeah. We, we uh, had all day. And we're and, in Positano. Uh, we're in Positano. And where we were sitting, um, you could, I've got some nice little photos, but, you know, there's artists that are doing their watercolour paintings with, you know, like of the... the the hillside with the coloured houses and the bougainvillea and there's beautiful shops with glamorous clothes, you know, and the lemon shop, you know, it just, it, it, it oozes glamour. Oh, sure, it does. And, it's, and, it's definitely the, uh, you know, um, of the Amalfi Coast, Positano yeah. is definitely the Paris end. Yes. So we um, all sort of head off, you know, except for obviously Luca and Cassia, they're, they're on their walk and we're going to meet up with them. And we just go exploring, you know. So we, we're wandering around, um, you know, and a lot of the walkways are covered in these beautiful flowers and there's bougainvilleas. Um, a lot, it's a bit different to your, you know, the your normal tourist places. I mean, it's high-end galleries, you know. Yeah, art. yeah, you walk into the, the art galleries and the, the art is just blows your mind. Yeah. But all the people behind the counters, I'm not sure whether the owners of the, the shops are not, but oh, they look glamorous <laughs> as well. Like it's really, really glamorous. And the fashion shops and then, you know, obviously the lemon shops. So we sort of walked around and went up to the, the top of town and um, I wanted to buy a T-shirt. You did. And um, we found a little shop that um, had some nice T-shirts. I wanted, I don't know what I wanted. I wanted something that said Positano that wasn't just saying Positano. So I found this beautiful T-shirt of Frida Kahlo with lemons on her head. So I really love that. But Lyle, he got chatting to the owner, didn't you? Yeah, I <laughs> I wasn't really looking for anything in particular. but um, You could see some photos on the wall. Yeah, well, well what happened was I, um, as Leanne said, the, the dominant fabric pattern in all of Amalfi Coast is the lemon. Mm -hmm. And I saw this because there's lemon groves every, everywhere. It's, it, you can see why. Yeah, so I, we walked into the shop. We had no idea what the shop was, but we walked in and I finally, I found a shirt and uh, I tried on one that was probably one size too small. And anyway, the, the lady came up and, and she was a, a, an older lady and she said, yeah, it looks good. Leanne said, no, you know, need a bigger one. So I put the bigger one on. Anyway, it turned out mm. that 
Yes. That particular shop is the oldest shop in yeah. Positano. Yeah. And it's been there since 1946. And uh, the original owner, well, yeah, it yeah. is. Well, yeah. it's still even it's now. That, it's, it? It is, yeah. it's called Mia Maria Lampo Sartoria, which is basically Maria Lampo Taylor. Taylor, yeah, 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 yeah. And her and her husband, they they started it. Now, the the lady that served me was the daughter of the original owner, Maria Lampo. And when I bought it, uh, I was chatting to her and she was just lovely. She was delightful. And so she took, she said, come with me. And she took me around the back of the counter, like, counter area. And he was like, woohoo. And he, yeah, I thought I was getting lucky. But anyway, uh, here she is. Uh, she shows me a photo of her mother with Dustin Hoffman in mm. one and Colin Farrell in another. And there was a whole bunch of others photos of celebrities with her mum and I I, I so was blown away. Like, so if Fly wasn't convinced just because she told him how lovely he looked, he was convinced. I now. would have paid anything for the shirt then. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, look. Um, you do get lots of comments on that shirt. I and, did. I wore and, it that, the, that, that, that night. And there's a photo to prove it on the website. So go to beachtravelwine.com, episode 72, to see Lyle in his famous lemon shirt. Yeah, and actually Wayne said to me the next day. He's sitting with Wayne, and Wayne was jealous, wasn't he? Yeah, he was jealous. He yeah. said, I'm thinking about getting one of those shirts. So, <laughs> so anyway. All right, so after we've bought a shirt and I've got a T-shirt, we've wandered around all these glamorous streets, um, we're on our WhatsApp group with our intrepid travel tour um, friends, aren't we? So that's been so handy through the whole week as well, being able to do that with everybody and keep in touch. And Luca and Cassia have arrived back. And yep. we all agree we don't want to go for a big expensive lunch. You know, uh, we, we're having dinner together later, our final dinner. And so um, I think the girls, I think Christy and Mandy found this gorgeous little Italian deli sort of just down from the uh, cathedral. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was called... Vino something, wasn't it? Panini? Yes, that was called Pan Vino Panini. Yeah, I was going to say Vino Panini. And so what you could do is you go in and, and Luca helped us all because, you know, obviously having an Italian guide is what you need and he's, you know, you're saying pointing out the meats and the cheeses and they make the fresh paninis for you, which was just wonderful. Was it? And they, they were so cheap too. It was, you know, it wasn't expensive at all. Was it? Yeah, it was like I think we had, there was two panini and mm. two... Soft drinks, yeah. um, and I think that was mainly due because we were still a little bit tired <laughs> and emotional after the, well, the was... night of dancing the night before. And yeah, it was seventeen. Yeah, it's about seventeen euros. So and that was some good. of the, some of them. Got and, like, and they were really really nice. They were beautiful, and some of them just got like a cheese and cheese platter and and um, yeah from the deli. So that was that was really nice. And Cassia and Luca. Um, as they should have been, looked a bit hot and bothered, you know, like they'd, it was a long walk and Cassie said it was challenging but it was just incredible. But so, it wasn't It wasn't like five hours. It was like something like Yeah, but that, we, that would have been with us probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> um, good call. Yeah. So we hop back on our ferry and once again, no dramas, you know, no, you know, there's a bit of a lineup, but everybody who's there gets back on the ferry. But there was plenty of room. Plenty of room, plenty well, of room. Well, you went outside and took photos sure. and I just sat inside in the air conditioning and it was just, there was a lot of room. Yeah, it was so great. So it was really good. Yeah, really nice. So we hop on that for our lovely half-hour trip back to uh, Amalfi, yeah? Sure. So now it's getting a bit sad because it's our last dinner together as, as a group and we've become great friends and enjoyed each other's company. It's just been a wonderful week. And I I, I did talk to most of the, the people on, on our tour and I'm going to um, and ask them some questions that I want to include at um, towards the end, end of the podcast because it's not just our opinion. You know, we travelled with, with them. And, but, you know, our, our last dinner, once again, Lucas picked a bloody winner, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, Restaurante da Maria. We mm. had dinner and you had uh, a seafood pasta and mm. I had the fried local fish. And, you know, again, as you say, it was absolutely magnificent. Yeah. And as we've said in previous podcasts, you, once, you know, like you just order what you want and Luca sorts the money out at the end. It's just so helpful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And just uh, that particular night I think we ha had the house wine again. Hmm. And I've got to tell you, we've had house wine in most places in Italy. we've been in Italy and we haven't had a bad one. No, no. We, well, we haven't had a bad wine in Italy. No, that's no. true. So so if you see that there's an only house wine on the menus, which you will mm. through Italy, 
Don't be put off. The wine's generally pretty good. I saw something the other day that said, I don't know the the true meaning of happiness, but I know I've never been sad drinking wine in Italy. (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. So um, we must have gone quite early to dinner because they were setting up more stuff in the the plaza when we're going. So the night before they'd had the band and, and dancing. Uh, so we've gone off to dinner and, you know, as I said, we've chatted and, you know, I've made some notes about, you know, some of what some of the other people think of the tour and what, et cetera, and we decide we're going to walk home. Yes? Yep. Yeah, look, it was uh, – we uh, we couldn't believe how busy the streets were. Like it had gone to another level. And as we got to the to, to the Piazza oh my gosh. Duomo – you really couldn't move. I mean, seriously. And they would, and they, and and what had happened is they'd actually closed restaurants down yeah. so that they could fit more people. So and you've got to realise we had no idea what was going no. on. No, and this is related to the cannons going off in the morning, right? Yeah. Nobody knew what was going on at all, and well, apart from the locals. Yes, and obviously other tourists, but none of our group did. No. And but we knew it was something significant, but. We were just trying to get back to our hotel and back to our balcony so we could sit and watch what was going on. Yeah, because um, the stage was set up with the marching band yeah. and there was opera singers. So yeah. it was a, a, But we knew something big was coming, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we are trying to walk through this crowd. And I don't know that I've ever been in a, in a, in a more packed-in group of people. And we're following Mandy and there's you and I, and then the others are behind us. Now, we've lost the others. They've given up trying to go through because the people that we're going past are getting so angry with us. You know, they they think, I think they think we're trying to find a better spot, but we are basically just trying to get back to our hotel. Yeah, that's and right. we didn't know that there was another way. Apparently there was. You could go up and around, but we didn't know. And so Mandy, speaking a bit of Italian, she's saying to them, you know, oh, she doesn't feel well, we've got to get her to the doctor. Um, you know, I didn't know that's what she's saying. I thought that's what she was saying because I'm pretending to be a bit, oh, oh a bit fainty, you know, and, and we've got to get back to our hotel. And But people are still angry and we're still trying to get through. And, you know, you feel like the mob was going to turn on you any minute. But we just had, I don't know, basically 10 metres to get through to the end, didn't we? And we finally pushed our way through. It was it was, it was was a bit scary, to be honest. Sure. And I think... I think uh, what, as we found out, it was actually a religious public holiday. Okay, was, don't go there yet. We're not there yet. We're not quite there. And I think people <laughs> thought we were being disres- disrespectful. And we weren't. We weren't intentionally well, being. Well, I don't think But I can understand. How I don't that. think that's what they thought at all. I think they thought we were trying to um, get a better spot, you know, and everybody wants to be where they are and we're moving Well, around. that's been disrespectful Is too. Yeah, I don't think I so. Think so. I mean, anyway. I've been in a concert situation where I'm up the front, you've got my spot and someone's trying to get through and I don't want to let them through because I feel like they're going to push me out of the way. So I, that's my opinion. But anyway, we made it back to our hotel. We yes? did. You, we me did. and Mandy. Yep. And we go up to the balcony and we can see down to the others sort of over in the crowd, way yep. over in the other side. So they're sort of stuck over there. Um, and then what, What? okay, you said it's a, a, a religious festival. It yeah. was It was the St. Andreas Day. So this yeah. is St. Andrew, who the church is named after. Yeah. His, his uh, crypt is in this church. This, is, this happens every year on the 27th of June and they start with cannon fire and bells ringing at 6 a.m., and they finished the night with this, um, I, I guess, celebration. What would you call this? this? Yeah. So, look, after the evening mass, the procession begins. A procession. Led, yeah, okay. procession uh, begins led by the Archbishop of Amalfi and is followed by the statue of St. Andrea. So he's there giving a bit of a sermon thing on the stairs or blessing, you know, so we're watching that. And yeah. San Andrea is there's a big gold. Yeah, it's a huge, huge, huge gold it's, statue. Yeah, it's actually silver. Okay, sorry. okay, so it's actually silver, and it's on a big base, and it's carried, and they say between sixteen and twenty men because mm. it's and, that heavy, and it's down at the bottom of the stairs yeah, yeah, leading so. up to the church. So yeah. there's got all it's, these like the, the people involved in the procession yeah, down so, there. So off they go, they and the march and the marching band. So they off they go and they go and walk the streets and then come back. And now this whole procession, this whole patron saint thing is remembered for the miracle that occurred in 1544 
when the people of Amalfi pray to their saint to protect them from attack by the Barbaresso pirates. The town was saved from attack by a sudden and terrible sea storm. So that's what it's about. Right. So, so they what, believe that he protected them by that storm. Yeah, he caused the, the storm. Now, so they that, And that happened on the 27th of June, and that's why they celebrate. So we've arrived back at our balcony after this procession has happened. You know, there's been this build-up, 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 and it's we're ready for the final act, which yeah, we still so didn't after, know what it was. Yeah, so yeah. after the benediction on the beach, so it goes down to the beach, and because it's, a, you know, it's an old fishing village basically, yeah. they do the benediction on the beach, the procession returns to the Piazza Duomo for the dramatic running of the statue of St. Andrea up the 62 steps of the Duomo. So all of a sudden, these guys lift up this yeah, silver so, but statue. But there's, there's this, there's this uh, what's, what would you call it? It just stops. Everybody just yeah, stops. Yeah, they know it's coming. Yeah, they know it's coming. We had no idea. No, that's what I mean. It's, it's building up, building up. We're like, what's happening, what's happening? And everything. all of a sudden, everything stops. They pick up this thing. It's, it's like this is happening in about, you know, a point, not even a second, and then they run. They run up the 62 steps. Yeah, yeah. and that, that takes maybe 20 seconds of, of Yeah, that. and, of course, the crowd just goes Berserk. wild. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. it's just incredible, and we, we just had no idea. So, <laughs> And then, obviously, you know, they're, they're playing music, there's bands going, and it's um, – we're, yeah, we're just like, well, they're, they're talking about fireworks at midnight and, and sure enough, midnight, you know, fireworks. I don't know how long they went for, but not just fireworks. The cannons start firing sure, again. Sure, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, just, a it's a and, big deal. And then the band, I think they played till at least 1am. It just it just went on and on. So we've gone from 6am from the cannon fire and the bell ringing to not get, trying to get through this crowd, to have no idea what's going on. And then, I mean, it was pretty special to see it, to be honest. Yeah, I think um, it would have been really, really good to know that it was going to happen. And I'm sure we would have probably uh, appreciated it a lot more. And, yes, so, yeah, I agree. But but anyway, we, we all got to see it, which was pretty, pretty amazing, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was special. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It was it was very special. So that was our our last <laughs> night together on our in, intrepid um, tour with with uh, our friends from Rome to Amalfi. We I did get to see everyone the next morning and and say goodbye, which was nice a, a nice little brekkie. One of the options that intrepid travel gives you is if you want to stay longer uh, afterwards. So we decided that we did want to stay an extra night. Uh, you and I and our friends Anne and Wayne. Uh, so yeah, we got up and we're able to say good, goodbye to everybody, and you know we're still in touch, which is really nice um, today. So we made some nice, nice friends and in, enjoyed our time with them. Uh, but today we decided that we were going to uh, do a walk, and um, which you know I think one of the the things one of the other guys on the tour said was. They realised that Amalfi is so much more than just the beach because they had been and discovered a beautiful uh, waterfall walk. Yeah, that was Mandy and Christy. Yeah, they, yeah. they and Luca went it. with them as well. Oh, okay, that's that's right, that's mm. right. And yeah. so we decided we were, we were going to do that walk. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it is called yeah, a... the Valle della Ferreria. Ferriera. Mm. Okay, La Valle della Ferriere. <laughs> So and look at the wall. It was beautiful. It's all the hike of the waterfalls. You know, you take well, your choice. Well, they call it Paradise Lost. Mm. Okay, so um, and you basically start from our hotel. Yeah, and it's seven point five k. Yeah. So it's not an easy walk. I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest it was easy. But it took us about two hours. Mm. Uh, There's actually a couple of ways you can go. We. Because the girls had already done it, they did the loop and they said they wouldn't do the loop. They'd just go to the top um, where, the, where and then you can see the big waterfall and they'd come back the same way because the other way um, there was quite a lot of stairs and they thought that that was that was a bit harder. So, um, But the way we went was up, up to the waterfall and then we came back the same track. Yeah. yeah, well, there was plenty of stairs up too. If yeah, you but they remember. said it was even more so, oh, and okay. they'd done it, so I took yeah. their word for it. 
And yeah. there are maps available at the Tourist Information Centre. Mm. And so that gives you, you know, I think that'll be worth getting. We didn't get them at the start. No. Um, but on the way back, we did get them and they gave a lot more detail of what was actually there. Well, now, what, what I loved is when you first start, you're only just sort of, you know, not far out of town and the views back towards the coast. You know, you're standing above a lemon orchard, looking down over the valley, over this, this sort of city of Amalfi down to the the ocean so even if you don't want to do the whole track it's worth doing a bit of it because of the the different view you get from up there well it's definitely like the the thing geologically you'd call it a ravine uh, a, a ravine yes so you know it's where two mountains join you know you're walking along the edge of one yeah and it's um and you, you can see all the the citrus orchards yeah. and, and it, like it is it's absolutely even before you get to the oh, I, don't, I don't know the, the the more interesting part of the wall just to get there is worth That's, the scenery. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly what I was just saying. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look, I've just got highlights. Yeah. Uh, the Kanato waterfall is 25-metre cascade. Of, so these are all the things you'll see on the away, yep. Uh, of the Rio Kaneto. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a petrified moss wall. Yes. A huge water-saturated sponge which drips continuously, a system of living stalactites arising from the build-up of calcium bicarbonate presents in the water. Look, I actually was blown away by that, and it's quite big. And I was just going to say, I did go a bit overboard on the photos on this walk because it was just so beautiful and so different. And once again, you know, beachtravelwine.com, go to the podcast page, episode 72, because this is, you won't believe that this is, at, at the Amalfi Coast is what I'm trying to say because it's just so pretty. So you've done the waterfall, that petrified wall with all the the, the moss. There's, yeah, now the there's prehistoric ferns. Yep, beautiful. The exceptional climate conditions allow the presence of very rare ferns which date back to the period of 65 million years ago. Oh, not sure how they come up with 65 million years ago, but... Uh, the ferns, and they were beautiful. Yeah. There, there's no it's question. Sort of, yeah, tropical, the, humid, there beautiful. There was ancient ironworks, mm-hmm. water mills and paper mill ruins. Now, there was lots of those. Yeah, it was. I've got some beautiful photos of those. I was stunned. And you could walk in through them and, you know, like and they're sitting on the side, you know, of a little creek running through at, at just in the, the, the moss and the green sort of, ferns going down to the water and you could just imagine what it was like those years all those years ago beautiful weren't they yeah yeah and look on the at the at the end of town like yes. the boundary of town to then the start of the walk there's a, a uh what they call uh the Fore porta agricola rest Restaurante. Okay. And um, we did on the way back because it was a, a fairly decent walk. Well, and Mandy hot. and the uh, the others had gone there, and it was gorgeous. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, really, really, got, really. Like, uh, and I've got to photo this. They've got like the chilies hanging down, and they've got they they farm all their own vegetables, and and they've got them sort of sat sitting out, and you know the tables are quite rustic, and you've got the views down over the the mount. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's just like. That's stepping back in time to that little place, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I, I think I said to you at the time that if I had have known how beautiful the walks were, because apparently there's similar walks in Sorrento, mm. also in Positano, like sure. the major towns, they've got mm. these walks, because I was absolutely amazed on how beautiful was. Yeah, we would do another do another we, one. I, I, mm. I highly recommend that if you do go to Amalfi, you need to, to do, do that. And walk. I'll put um uh I'll have the map on the on the web page, uh, episode seventy two, and I'll have like um it's an interactive map so you can actually see where this is and you can click on it and get the information for that. Um but yeah we you know but the funny thing is we came across this uh part of the track that was closed, you know, right. and, and then so there was another part that went and we weren't going to do it because I'm like, oh, my leg, it, look, the track looks like it's a bit dodgy. Oh. And um, and Anne and Wayne went ahead and I'm just like, oh, maybe. We, and I went back to the restaurant and asked them, you know, and, and what she said was that's been like that forever. <laughs> you know, it's basically there's a detour which takes you around to the track. But there was no signage to tell you. I just thought the track was closed. So anyway, we, we went around it and I'm so glad we did because 
I don't know how many waterfalls we saw or little, you know, wooden bridges going over the creeks and, and it was there was no one there. Yeah, it was quiet. It was so quiet. Yeah, it, it was, was. I think that was part of why I enjoyed it too. Yeah, so beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, is there any more anything else you want to add? Because there's that big waterfall you get to at the end, which is like you know you, there, you have to pay to go and in, into that national. Yeah, park. that's five euro. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but the, yeah, look, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, but uh, obviously we've when once we finished, we were pretty hot, so we yeah. decided that it was our last afternoon in. Uh, in Italy, really, but yeah. uh, especially no. in Amalfi. So Amalfi, yeah. we uh, Wayne was determined he was going to go for a swim in the beach. Yeah, we, yeah, we thought we would. We'd go. So we went down to the main beach area of Amalfi. It, um, and that main beach is called Spiaggio della Serena. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah. And I knew you'd be impressed. And uh, it was very, very busy, and <laughs> yes. it's a gravel rather than sand beach. I know, but you and got it. You ha- you got to do it. Yeah, and it, well, well, it was a beautiful day, and yeah. we were, it was it was hot. You yeah. know, it really was hot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like perfecto. Yeah. It was great. And so that was our last day. We had one more night, and um, what we did was we uh, hopped on a private transport. Actually, I don't think we paid for that. I better get on to our friends. <laughs> I just Love remembered, um, and we headed back to Naples, yep. where we got a train to Rome. To Rome, and that was the end of our, you know, our time in Italy. Wow! But you know what? Because we spent, we have spent eight weeks in Italy. We're going to do another show next week, um, going over a summary and the highlights and and tips and tricks about travelling through through Italy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we're going to we're going to do that for you. For um, I do a quick summary of our our tour and tell you what uh, our friends thought of it. Um, Lyle's got. What is the what is it the the Greek myth of Amalfi? Right. Now, I'm not sure whether it was written back then or whether it was basically made up now. But anyway. made up now by the Amalfi Tourism Authority. But according to tradition, mm-hmm. Hercules, the Greek warrior god, loved a nymph named Amalfi, who alas died young, grieving the passing of his beloved and seeking the most beautiful place on earth in which to bury her. He chose the present-day Amalfi, naming the spot after her. See? It's beautiful, isn't it? See? I'm not <laughs> sure how true that is. But... Oh, you're funny. All right. But I got it. I, I got it researched. Okay. So as I said, this is we've finished our, um, our Italian trip in total, but also our small group tour with um, travel uh, Intrepid Travel, right? Now, in intrepid travel, basically, you know, one of the things they talk about it's it's small group travel that's good, good all over, good news, good friends, good views, and you'd have to say that's true. Sure. Yeah. And they say their tours aren't defined by age or ability; they're designed for people from all walks of life who share a passion for travel and a curiosity about the world. That's pretty true. Yeah. Sure. And they are small groups, and they average about ten. Now we had um, eight on ours. Um, the maximum is 12, so they average about 10. So that's a pretty good number because on our tour we made some really great friends, didn't we? Well, I think because the number's so small, you actually do have the opportunity to get to know the people. Some of the benefits, though, for, for me was, we, you know, we got to travel with our friends, so that was nice. You know, that, that Anne and Wayne. Anne and Wayne, right? And then we made new friends. Yep. You know, and I think, as I said, we're still in contact with them. Um, and we were on our own for seven weeks traveling through Italy. And so it was just so nice to be on a tour where everything was done for you, you know, from choosing the restaurants and everything it was just made it so easy, didn't it? Sure. Yeah. And, you know, we were in a spectacular area, of course, you know, like. Yeah, I think that made. Yeah. The, from from uh, Rome to Amalfi, I mean, how, how are you going to go wrong? Yeah, on? like seriously, yeah. it was. We've been to Pompeii, we've been, you know, to Mount Vesuvius, we've been to Naples, we've been to Sorrento. Um, Capri, yeah. you know, like wow, all, all the, all the, you know, you know, what, what they call them in in Africa, the top five, you know, big five. We've been to all the big places. Um, the other thing about this tour is we had two nights in each place, yeah, which we loved because we've done other tours where it's just been rush, rush, rush. Two nights mean, and it's not that far traveling between each one, which is also what we like. You know, you just have that bit of time. It's not, it's not up early. You're not being rushed around, are you? Well, they, one of the things they say, if you would recommend it to a friend, yes, you know, uh, that's a pretty high yes. 
Uh, and we definitely would. Yeah, I definitely. We'll would. do another Intrepid tour. Yeah, I, I like, and I'm not normally into tours, mm. but I, to be honest, I couldn't fault it. No, it was great. Well, and it was the small group, and you know, the location of the hotels for me, you know, and as as they, that's one of the things that they they pride themselves on, and they they nail that as well. Well, I I take my hat off to Luca. Yeah. The restaurants um he got got them 10 out of 10 yeah each time yeah yeah so when i i spoke to some of the people on our tour so we've got mandy and christy uh we've got uh anna wayne and we have lynn and cassia right um i sort of spoke to all of them about different things but i said i wanted to, to ask some of them you know like tell me what your thoughts were you know give me some give me one thing about the intrepid tour that um you know sticks in your mind and um this is probably more to do with italy than the tour itself but christy said there's just a crazy number of steps like she just couldn't believe how many steps there were and that's that's true through all of italy isn't it you know yeah yeah yeah, so true cassia said um this was interesting she couldn't believe that um how many beach clubs there were there's she said there's so many beaches but the small amount that actual you can go on to um is quite yeah, that's you know, true yeah quite quite um amazing you know because most of them you, they're private and you've got to pay it's well interesting in Positano, Positano, yeah there's actually a, a beach just for locals yeah so not even tourist or no yeah ah. all that stuff um now mandy and christy didn't know each other before um this tour so they they paid um you know that so they they were sharing and um, they both said, that, you know, they were a bit nervous, you know, like because you don't know who you're going to end up with. But they said it just made it it's so good. And they, they tell people who, do, who are thinking about it, just take the risk and share because you'll end up with a, a really nice friend. Um, sure. So that that's nice. Um, and also uh, I think Mandy said she she said they thought more there's more there should be more public space on the beaches um, and there's, a lot more to a Malfi coast than just the beaches, the coast, yep. you know, which I think is true. And um, interesting, Lynn, um, the lady from the UK, she said that um, she was really surprised about Pompeii and how big it was. And she just thought the tour we did there was fabulous. That was one of her favourites. So I thought that was pretty cool. And what about sure. you? What have you, what stood out? Give me one, two. What stood out to me about the tour? Mm. I just loved, well, to me, it was almost like a combination of what we love. We love to do our own thing, mm. but at the same time, it was such a pleasure for Luca to organise the dinners and stuff. Mm. So to me, it was the best of both worlds. It had a good mix, didn't it, of time on our own and of tours, and the tours we did were top-notch. Oh, the tours were like that. The Isle of Capri. Yep. Pompeii, Vesuvius. Sure. Yeah, you know, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fabulous. So I did once again. Our the question I ask at the end of the episodes is your favorite place to have a drink. Now I, I didn't don't think I got everybody, which is a shame. But Lynn said that she liked the the Bramble Restaurant in Rome, the first one, because isn't that oh interesting? okay yeah, okay yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Um, Anne and Wayne said they liked the um, the Lemon Restaurant in Sorrento. She just thought that was magical. Yeah, sure. to have a glass of wine. Christy, here we go. It, she said in the plaza, dancing in dancing in the street. So you know, having a drink there was pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> and also on the balcony because we get a wine from our the reception and stand yeah. there on the balcony and have a cheap wine. Sure. And Cassia, I think you'll agree with Cassia here. She said the rooftop bar in Pompeii. Yeah, I'm with her. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you can't use any of those out of the whole place where we were. Uh, through this tour, where was your favourite place to have a, a glass of wine? Oh my goodness! Mm. Uh, the whole place. It's mm. uh, a tough one. I would I'd hit. say <laughs> probably because I enjoyed the food so much mm. uh, in Sorrento was uh, Il uh, the restaurant Leone Russell. Okay, because the food was just brilliant. Yep. So that's me. Okay, and it didn't have the view, but yeah the food was so good okay i think um oh yeah i I, it it is a tough one you know the the rooftop bar was pretty special but i'd like to say probably um maybe with lynn but i'm thinking 
I'm going to go the other way is our last dinner together in in Amalfi where we were all there and we all had a, a, our last glass of wine together, which I just thought was a pretty um, special thing because we've gone from complete strangers sure. to really good friends sharing amazing um, memories, you know, in this part, beautiful part of the world. So, see, if, see. Yeah. so if you're ever thinking of doing a tour, we'd certainly recommend you know, Intrepid Travel and certainly recommend the Rome Tour Malfi, yes? Yeah, it was brilliant. It was. All right. Well, have you got anything else you'd like to add? No, no uh, arrivederci. Arrivederci. Until next time.